Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails, play your voicemails, and read your reviews. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. You got any reviews? I just saw a three star review. This is fun podcast, but too many mailbag episodes. There's only one a week. Don't listen to them then. You guys, there's only one a week. Come on. Too many. One a week. The mailbag episodes are for the real fans anyway, you know? Yeah. Don't listen to them. Then just listen to the one real episode a week, freak. Freak. (laughs) This is from Bridgie B812. Slimy yet satisfying. This podcast is inexplicably addicting and Craig is an unsung hero. Wow, wow, slimy yet satisfying. That's what Simba says about the <laughs> bugs that Timon and Pumbaa eat. Okay, this one's from Kristen. Always good, five stars. In the words of Lady Gaga, a national treasure just like Allie, talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not <laughs> reference, put it in a blender. Do you have you ever seen that Lady Gaga quote? No. Oh, I've heard about this. What is it? Oh my god, it's so funny. It's like this weird video. I think they like ask her about something. Like maybe it's like one of her videos or like her upcoming album, and she explains what it's gonna be, and she like it's complete nonsense. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> this podcast genuinely got me through 2020. Seeing a new episode in my feed is truly the highlight of my day every time. Just keep listening because this review takes a real turn. Don't stop doing what you're doing, seriously. <laughs> My mental health literally depends on it. P.S. I was kidnapped once. 
Maybe I'll call in someday and tell you about it. XOXO. Yeah. yeah. Please. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Um, uh, this one is uh, love it or leave it and has a special shout out to something Melissa did great once. A fun time. I love weird web mysteries and it's so refreshing to hear them coming from women who don't take themselves or the subjects too seriously. You learn a bit and laugh a lot, which makes for a great balance. Kudos too for the moments where they step in and do some serious fact checking rather than letting guests use a platform to spread uh, dangerous conspiracy theories, <laughs> which is when Mark, uh, the flat earther, went off and Fucking then Melissa... Mark. My enemy. Melissa went back and uh, added real facts, which is great. Uh, Yeah. So those are our uh, new ones. Thank you, guys. We got a couple, some some emails. This is from Patreon. Stephanie. So remember, I think it was two mailbags ago. Someone like left this weird voicemail where they had a dream. Stephanie said, I feel like maybe producer Maria got it, but it went over Allie's head that the dream call was just reciting the lyrics to Rainbow Connection from the Muppets. I know so many people have mentioned this, even on the Patreon, and I don't mean to be offensive. (laughs) I just didn't think it was funny. And so I didn't laugh. And then everyone is like, Allie didn't get it. I just did it. It did. It wasn't laugh out loud funny to me, so wow. I like didn't acknowledge it or have a big reaction. Wow! It wasn't like not funny to me, but it like didn't. I don't want to have the pressure of always having to think everything's like hilarious. You know <laughs> what I mean? I just like yeah. And no one, we I don't want to put it. that on you. But you know, I guess in the future, what you should say is, "I understand it. I understood that joke. I understood the joke. I'm not laughing, but I understood it." <laughs> I will say just because I we no joke people on the Patreon. We're like, that went over Allie's head. Like, I know the rainbow connection. My brother actually wrote the Muppets, one of the Muppets movies and starred in it. Like, I grew up watching the Muppets. I understood the joke. Maybe the reason I didn't laugh is because I'm so engrossed in the Muppets community. So like, (laughs) I've seen it so many times. Too close. I'm too close. You're I too, close too close to, to Kermit. The sun. You found it offensive on some level. I was actually so yes. Close. I was I was offended actually. The, the voicemail really offended me. If anything, jeez. Um, and I was pretty upset for a while after. All the sluppets in the Discord are going to be mad. Yeah, but I'm okay now. No, <laughs> wow. I understood the joke. I thought I thought it was funny. Uh, I I am engaged in it, but I just it wasn't laugh out loud funny. Or I don't even know what the rainbow me. connection is. I'm so, I don't know. Wow, it's Melissa. Kermit's, it's Kermit's song. One day Why we'll are, find it, the rainbow, the rainbow connection, connection. Lovers the dreamers, and be all of us doesn't ring a bell. No, doesn't ring well. a bell. Sorry. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's, and what's on, on the other, other side? side? What if I actually didn't get the joke and I just spent the last week like really trying to <laughs> memorize <laughs> the lyrics? I get rainbow I connection. Did get it? And in fact, I get it. the entire song. I get it. You know what? I, I know exactly what it was. And I, I know the lyrics. Funny. That's why I didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> no so for those who are worried i i i got it well thank god uh this email's from connie says solved life love life synchronicities dear web crawlers in a recent mailbag episode a listener wrote that her mother had the same birthday as her husband's mother and also mm-hmm, her grandmother had the same birthday as her husband's grandmother tell that bitch that it's not a coincidence she married her brother sick love the pod <laughs> stay well <laughs> Wow, so lucky. <laughs> Tell that bitch it is not a coincidence. <laughs> um, and then there's one more email from Jill. Hi, ladies. Love the pod. I want you to know that you three ladies are just the best. 
I look forward to new episodes and feel like I'm having a sit down with my sister friends every time. Mm, you yes, make me queen. both laugh and think. Thanks for that. Honk, honk. Ran across this article and thought you might find it interesting as well. It's about the VNS expressionist artist Oscar Kokoschka and his reaction to a broken love affair. What was the reaction, you say? To have a life-size creepy-ass doll made as a substitute for his unrequited love. Just wait until you see a pic of the doll. He wanted it to be a lifelike representation of his love, but what he got is definitely not that. Anyway, he took this thing to the opera, hosted parties in her name, painted portraits of her, and finally murdered it in his backyard as the culmination of a party. The police even raided his house the next morning looking for the headless corpse of a woman. But lo and behold, it was the doll. Just thought you might enjoy this wackadoodle story too. Here's the link, your friend Jill. It's this guy who created this basically life-size doll of his ex-girlfriend and like hung out with it. It's wild. Here's like one of the... Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. Honestly though, like for real though, better than him killing his ex. You know what I mean? Like sure. <laughs> like better like good that he like made a doll a replica oh my and like, killed God. that was weird instead this photo it's what is this photo bizarre. that's the so doll that's the doll that's the doll what's it made out of it looks like what it's is made that putty Ma- like it's that's material what is that i i don't know Oh my god, here's a better image of it that's in color. It actually looks like a wooly mammoth. It looks like it's um I don't know if this is it, but it looks like it's it's like furry. Like is it Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't It's like no. <laughs> yeah, it's like the abominable snowman. <laughs> and then with like a mannequin head. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and the eyes are looking off to the right. Like, the, the eyes aren't even looking straight forward. They're looking to the side. Wow. Oh Fine God. curly horse hair. Layer of pouches stuffed with down cotton wool. Oh, my God. It's like it's like pillows with, like, a mannequin head. That's <laughs> so... For an artist, that's not great work. Okay. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's so weird. It's like the first sex doll. Yeah. Okay. Voice mail. Hi, web callers. This is Kira. I've been listening since either day one or episode two. And honestly, <laughs> I found you guys. I swear it was through Apple Podcasts. It was a, uh, advertised to me as new and upcoming. And honestly, it was to die for. I love you guys. Um, Aww. but the reason I'm calling mostly is first, I want to apologize, I guess, to Allie. Um, I sent him an email a while ago and we were talking about synchronicities. As soon as you learn the proper way to pronounce the word, you suddenly start hearing it everywhere. And I mentioned how Ellie does say the word different differently. She says it as different. I do. I say and different. I noticed the past couple episodes, the Britney Spears episode, you said different with a, with D, not as different. I did? I want to say sorry first because if in any way my mentioning that brought it to your attention in a negative way that made you want to change it. I no. I, I want you to know oh, you should cute. never have to change anything about yourself. <laughs> you guys are so perfect. You've gotten us through so much stuff. And I want to apologize for that. So, but no, I also I didn't say, even notice. Um, congratulations. You've done a very good job. 
in correcting your speech. My sister has had a speech impediment nearly her whole life, and it takes a lot of work to do something that is fundamentally different about yourself. So that's that's, that's the first thing. And the second thing I wanted to do is I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I know a lot of the people who call in, they always say, oh, ignore that, or I'm sorry for this, and and they seem all nervous, and I'm totally nervous. But I wanted to say thank Mm -hmm. you because you guys, have never made fun of any of us. And I think that's part of the reason we feel so able to be ourselves with you guys. And I think that's part of why we love you guys so much because... I'm fully crying. (laughs) I just want to say I love you and thank you. And my three minutes is up in like three seconds. So bye. La, la, la. That's so nice. Oh my God, that's amazing. No, I do. I was not offended. Uh, I do say different. If I said different, I feel like you kind of change it up. I maybe change it, maybe depending on whether I uh, got a good night's sleep or how much <laughs> coffee I've had. I, I know, but I do say different. I think most of the time. That's so sweet. Yeah, we love our we love our listeners. And if we ever do make fun of someone, it's definitely in in jest. Yeah. Yeah. Next voicemail. Hey, what so callers? Um, I literally like just called in, but you're, I'm watching your next episode on Patreon and the video and you're all talking about how making your poofy hair higher makes you look better and <laughs> all the different theories. And I love your theories. Yeah. They're great. Symmetry. How come I can't get up? Symmetry. Yeah. Symmetry and all that stuff. But, um, all I can think of is those weird elongated skulls they found like forever ago and they they theorized that the people would put boards on their babies' heads and bind their heads to the board to make their skull stretch out. So I don't know if that's part of it, but that's what I could think of. So Uh, anyway, yeah. La 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 you guys. Bye. Wait. (laughs) What? Oh yeah, the cone cone head skulls. Oh my God. Google image oh, conehead skulls. How weird. Are these real? Oh, this is crazy. Whoa. Those are like Mars attacks yeah. aliens. That's crazy. This is freaking That's me out. so weird. Isn't it weird that we have skulls and bones? It's, so, I, it's crazy. I look at Asher all the time and wonder how big his brain it's is. So it tiny. must be the size of a clementine orange. You just orange. put your hands around yeah. your pet's head. It's, it's so tiny. It's so tiny. It's so crazy. Okay, next voice, man. Hey, web crawlers, it's me again. Oops, sorry. Three for three, tic tac toe. Do I win anything? Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching your Yacht Love Pass update and the official ruling being an avalanche. I also used to think there was no possible way to be an avalanche. There's been crazy weather, as everyone knows lately, tons of snow in Utah specifically. And the problem with that is it's been on a layer of really shitty snow that has been crappy all freaking winter long. So we have like three, four, five feet of really good, solid, thick, moist. I know people hate that word, but moist snow. And um, we had, it was something along the line of like 20 something odd naturally caused or backcountry skier caused avalanches in like two, three days in that one single weekend. Seven people died in one. And so they did a special report on it. And the thing with the um, special report is they showed us how bad these avalanches can get, these rare avalanches. It's not just snow. 
And it's not just a shit ton of snow because it is a rare shit ton of snow, metric tons worth of snow. And it gets up to up to 45 miles an hour. Like a human can run that fast, but not for very long. And then in the snow, it's near impossible. So if they did run from an avalanche, I totally believe it. But the other thing is, it's not just snow. It's chunks of ice. It's solid, huge chunks of rocks that it pulls from the, the hillside. It's big old branches, full-on fucking trees in these avalanches. So it could cause all these injuries that were the, the car crash-like injuries. And I do believe that scavengers definitely would have gone for the ice first because that's what you do if you scavenge. I totally believe the avalanche. And the thing that could have caused the avalanche is, get this, thunder and lightning. There have been, I never knew this, thunder and lightning in snowstorms. My dad works at Alta up in Utah. He recorded, he sent me a recording one day of full on three thunder lightning strikes in the span of the Snapchat video, which is like, I don't know, a hundred seconds or something. I believe it. Thunder, boom, not Russian sonic weapon, unfortunately, causes the avalanche. They, they're woken by the thunder. They know exactly what's coming. They book it. And if they had to try and unbury some of those, that... Oh, I think there's one... Hi, web crawlers. No wonder everyone sounds sheepish when they call back and cut off. That's kind of... <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, if they had to unbury someone from an avalanche, if you aren't sticking out and you don't have the avalanche gear, like an avalanche parachute, or even with a tracker, because half the people who died in the Utah avalanche just had all that stuff. The second that snow stops moving, it is solid as cement. You cannot move mm. enough mm. to breathe. So unless mm. you suck in and hold your lungs really widely open and you're buried, you can't take another breath unless you're oh like shallow Yikes. breathing and then you hyperventilate faster. So it's just... Oh. It's Avalanches are no joke. Like, honestly, it's scary shit. I would never, ever go skiing outside of a groomed area. I get full-on access to Alta because my papa works up there. It's the best snow on Earth. I don't know where I went just there. I'm born and raised in Utah. But (laughs) anyway, that's all I was calling for. I hope I don't have to call back again like you guys forces or something, but I hope um, that as I finish this episode, I don't have another thought because I can't help myself. I I have had phone anxiety for years, full on, threw up every day, Monday through Friday for a year because Whoa. I had a phone job and undiagnosed phone anxiety. Oh my I God. thought I was dying. Oh my God. Anyway, you guys, I love you. You... <laughs> Seriously, you make it. You make us happy. So thank you. Aww. Bye. <laughs> we gotta do an episode on phone anxiety. Yeah. Oh my god. I think I have I that for sure. Too. Have that. Like I, I, I hate calling anything to make appointments. I or anything. hate the phone. I hate it. It's the hate worst. It. It's the worst. I fucking hate it too. It's so bad. It's the worst. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, web crawlers. It's Rachel. I have called before. You might not remember me, but you did say I love our listeners after my last call. So I feel like we're pretty close. <laughs> I was we are. listening to the Casey Anthony podcast and thinking about like how and why it happened and how sad it is, especially like the beginning of the story. And I just want to disclaimer, say I'm not excusing anything that Casey did. It was absolutely terrible. She definitely killed her kid. That's evil. And justice was never served on that. But I've been listening to another Erios podcast, The Alarmist, and I found myself asking, like, who is to blame besides mm. Casey? Of course, she's to blame. I can't help but think that her lying habit had to come from somewhere. She was so right. young when she got pregnant, yeah. and she felt the need to lie to her parents. It was clearly, like, a terrible thing in her parents' eyes. She had to hide it. Uh, it was, like, taboo. There are so many confusing and traumatic narratives about becoming pregnant as a young woman. On the one hand, 19 is so young in our society, and people of that age are generally considered to be children in many ways. They aren't told that they're capable of being good mothers, although many teen mothers are great mothers. I feel like with this cultural shame and infantilization, I'm not surprised that young women snap and kill their babies. Like, I'm, there's so much stigma and so many problems with it. I'm not surprised it happens. I also feel like the coverage of the case was handled really badly. I always assumed she was, like, 35 or something when the case was being covered. But really, she was, like, kind of a fucked up kid or young adult. Anyways, my point is basically, Casey's terrible and definitely at fault. But there's, like, a bigger picture of stigma around teen pregnancy, abortion access, infantilization of young people, and then treating those stunted, infantilized young people as adults when we know the brain doesn't even finish forming until 25. That all seems fishy to me, at least. I mean, she did it, but, like, there's some societal shit going on, too. Yes, there is. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. We should get more into like the causality, like the psychological undertones of like why these crimes and stuff happen. Yeah. And like that. Yeah. yeah there's a lot. Yeah. Cause she was like treated like an adult when she like, it's like when kids, like young kids murder their parents. 
like when they're 16 or 15 and they're tried as adults. It's like you can't really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's something really wrong with them, but you can't really treat them like an adult because they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next voicemail. This message is for the web crawlers. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> um, Rachel, I love your uh, remix. It has such a ring to it. Wait, that's um, so crazy. Yeah. Did Rachel back just call? I, I think so. Um, <laughs> my mom my mom was like, you ramble. I played her voice now. And I do. I'm sorry. And Betty was like, you need to calm down. And Wait, pause it for a second. You guys don't think that's as crazy as I do that she's literally talking about Rachel from last Rachel who just from last called. episode or like she's talking to Rachel from another episode and now we're playing Is it the same Rachel? Yeah, it has to be. And now and now she's addressing Rachel we that, just that played Rachel's bonkers. voicemail. That's crazy. That's bonkers. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, I have like severe Sorry, I just wanted that acknowledged. But I love you and you guys are amazing and incredible and if anyone listening is not following the web crawlers on all social media platforms, <laughs> subscribe to their Patreon and leaving five star reviews, then what are you doing? Um, Thank you. So, why was that? Oh, Allie, yeah, what? What? Like, that's not, I don't feel like that's a good update on the Diatlov past because what about the radiation? That was fucking weird. Like, that's how do you, that, how do you explain that by an avalanche? And also, Melissa, I was listening to the Big Ones episode, and I felt like I had to just personally apologize to you for asking about the miniature house. I just, I wanted to get it for my sister, and I did Google it, Oh no! but I just couldn't find that specific one. And it had kitty cats, and that's why I wanted it for her. So, sorry about that. Melissa, did you shame her for asking what glue you use? No. Oh, no. oh, I remember you were like, you were like, oh, we're like, where do I, get I this? Be- where do I get this? Where yeah. do I get this? And I finally was excited, was just like responding to so many people. You snapped. But I realized, like, I should, but I just posted <laughs> right. well, it in my Becca stories. Felt attacked. No, I think I responded to some people. <laughs> like, no, I wasn't. Oh, boy. Everything's fine. Everything, wow. it's great. Ask wow. me questions. It's great. Wow. It's fine. Um, I bombard you guys a lot, so also sorry. But I just fucking love you. And also, Maria. Um, sorry. Well, not, I guess I'm not really sorry, actually, for the singing. I just, I guess I'm just saying hi. I'm just saying hi. I always say hi. I'm sorry. This is so annoying. You can just leave it. Um, mm, I feel like there was something else. No, I don't remember. Okay. You, you, Jesus Christ. Why does this happen every time? You ladies have a good night. That's the end. I don't know. Okay. Penelope says bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is the best. Everyone's the best. Hi, um, this is for the web crawlers. My name's Alexis. Um, I called like two weeks ago. Alexis, um, maybe three. I haven't heard my voicemail yet. I don't know what kind of backlog you have. I'm not going to blame you guys, but it is one with a really good ghost story on it. Always. Oh, so I hope you. Yeah, that's she Alexis. Was, came on the live show, and she told the story. And she's yes, like, I left yes, the voicemail. Yes, yes, she did, but she had a few stories, she thinks. Yeah. But I just listened to a different mailbag episode that you put out, like, today, whatever the hell that date is. And someone was talking about relationship synchronicities, and I never really thought about that, um, and the fact that I think I might have them. Where, like, okay, when I was 22, 22, I fell off a cliff, um, 
like a 35 foot cliff and fractured my skull in like four places. What? I almost died, but I guess what I didn't. So oh my cool. God. Um, like that's not really like the point. And then two, I want to say like two <laughs> years later, I ended up like kind of casually dating this guy that ended up falling off a cliff and dying. Um, what? which is wild. <gasps> um, what? But oh then God, I'm so sorry. the next person, like, so I don't know, he died and then a month had gone by and I still hadn't like hooked up with anyone else because, you know, a guy died. Um, and then I finally, finally, finally went on like my first like Tinder date. We ended up hooking up. He ended up being an asshole, but whatever. That's always how Tinder dates go, I guess. So that's fine. But after we hooked up, I actually saw that he had this tattoo and I asked him about it and he said, Oh, this is actually a tattoo dedicated to my ex that fell off a cliff and died. So not only what? did I fall off a cliff to somehow live, but what? I then ended up dating a guy that fell off a cliff. And then the next guy that I hooked up with immediately after that cliff guy what? also had an ex that fell off a cliff and died. I don't know. That might just be like, that might not be nothing to be synchronicity. But like, how many people do you actually know when one like lifespan, like, how many people do you all personally know solve a cliff and die? Because I personally didn't know I any of any until I did it. And now they just keep coming into my life, falling off cliff and dying, and it's wild. I don't know what's going That's on. crazy. Um, don't go to your cliff. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I think that this is past life stuff. I think that in a past life that she and her boyfriend, who unfortunately passed away, and then maybe this other guy she went on a date with, we're all like in a past life, like climbing a mountain or something and maybe all passed away on this Whoa. cliff. And then they've all reunited in this life somehow. That's like crazy. Synchronicity wise. That's wild. I mean, that's the only explanation I can think of. Obviously, like the weirdest explanation. But I would like, never go near that a cliff. has to be past life stuff. How like that's crazy. OK, next voicemail. Hello. Oh, this here message is for the Jeb. web crawlers. Jeb. This here I've been is, uh, so concerned. Award-winning voicemailer, Jeb. <laughs> now, y'all haven't heard from yes. him for a while, and that's because I've been working crazy yeah. hours, like 60, 65 hours a week, and then Damn. have to homeschool my, oh my God. son. And oh, it's God. crazy. So I haven't been getting a lot of sleep and whatnot. But I've been listening to y'all and I really appreciate the the uh, award and I, I want y'all to know that uh, I, uh, y'all brought a tear to Jeb's eye. Uh, and thank you for voting for me. And all those that didn't vote for me, I'm still going to leave voicemails for for you too. That was stupid. Aww. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, uh, Alan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good too. Uh, you'll get it. It's a pretty good, it's just an improv bit. I don't know why every time I call you, you can't get time, but it happened. We'll get there. Anyway. Uh, she just did it. She did I, catch on. I, I did it. I did it today. We got I'm it. I'm catching up on all your shows there. And, uh, I, uh, all right then. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Wow, Jeb. It's good to hear from you. Nice to hear from Damn, Jeb. Damn, working yes. 65 hours a week, homeschooling kids. Jeez yeah, Louise. That's crazy. I can't even imagine, oh, man. Okay, two more voicemails. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. 
Um, I'm Caitlin, and I'm from Toronto, and I actually just came across your podcast, like, probably two months ago. Wow, and anyway, welcome. I was listening to one about Brittany Murphy a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and then just listened to your one on Britney Spears' conservatorship. Oh, I know what you're <laughs> I just read an article that says that Britney Spears actually used to own the home that Britney Murphy died in, and she sold it to her mm-hmm. in 2003 because she had a bad feeling about it. She had someone do um, a Reiki something or other. And afterwards, it just gave her a really weird feeling. So she got rid of it. But that ended up being the house that Brittany Murphy died in. So I thought that was really cool to tie the two together. And also, they had the same name. So um, I was originally <laughs> going to call because I have a really crazy paranormal story from my childhood. And um, my sister and I used to play with these kids next door. And we used to play with the two kids who were about our age. And then apparently they had a younger sister named Elizabeth. And so we play in their basement. We play hide and seek. A lot of the times it was like in these closets that were full of fur coats. Like they just had a weird basement. And anyway, we get to probably be in our late teens, early 20s. And my sister and I are talking about this. And my mom goes, no, they only had two kids. And we're like, wait, what? We're like, who the heck was Elizabeth? And Elizabeth must have been a... ghost or oh. a demon or something i don't know but we both have vivid oh my of god no playing with this little girl that apparently didn't exist so anyway uh love your podcast hope that i don't know hope to keep listening to it <laughs> <laughs> okay bye <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy! Oh my god, that's crazy. Also, the Britney Murphy, Britney Spears stories uh, from yeah. We need to talk about Britney on Erios podcast. That's right. Yeah, Erios podcast. Check it out, you guys. And John Tenney's going to be a guest on it t- today. We're going to be interviewing him um, for the Britney podcast. Yes, because we're going to be talking about um, what what was happening in oh. that house that Britney may have seen. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Interesting. Wow, crazy. Who is the host of uh, We Need to Talk About Britney again? Uh, Jen Zaborowski. Nice. And that is a great Erios podcast all about Britney Spears uh, that you can find on Apple Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, right? And Maria actually told us the Britney Murphy, Britney Spears story before that podcast aired. And we were dropped. So we were just sitting on that knowledge. Shocked. It was a hot tip. Now, this last voicemail, just I want to preface it with we, this is a caller that called in thinking that this, this, this message didn't come through because it's a 415 area code. I I believe this message is coming through. There was another 415 caller that we couldn't understand. Okay. Okay. Oh, hi. Um, this message is for the web crawlers. And um, my name is Daniel. And I just want to give you a call and um, say huge compliments. Um, You sure keeps me um, entertained a lot. Um, it happened again last night where I basically fall, fell asleep to uh, one of your shows and then like in the morning I have to listen to it again because I can't fall asleep during it and then um, the next morning I take a bath or something and then I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Um, probably sounds really creepy and weird, but I get you help me um, fall asleep, um, so which is great, um, especially right now. And um, I want to see if, um, or ask if Melissa is uh, German. I think she said something about this Hinterkaifeck episode. Um, I am. German, her accent is spot on. Um, <laughs> super cool. Um, and mm. again, you guys keep me entertained. Wow. I love the show, um, especially Melissa. She cracks me out. I think she's great. I'm here. And yeah, looking forward to any new episode. Oh. And um, that was me. Bye-bye. 
Hmm. Wow. Melissa, let's hear some of that German accent that he's saying is da, spot on. Das ist hier da. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So you're German in what? German and English? German, German and English. English. Mostly German, though. Nice. I'm Russian and Scottish. Mostly Ooh. Russian. Maria's an Italian stallion. Yeah. I'm like a bot. I'm a real life bot. <laughs> and Maria, what are you? I'm Italian Irish. Ah, that makes a lot nice. of sense. And German. I, my mom's side is like Irish German. So Italian Irish German. Wow. Very <laughs> sexy, guys. Um, well, that, uh, that's this episode of Mailbag. Again, if you don't want to hear the voicemails, don't listen to the Mailbag episodes. <laughs> um, I am, please keep all your voicemails and emails coming. We love them so much. We love you guys so much. You really feel like our family. Uh, at least for me, I can't speak. Maria talks yes. a lot of shit about it. <laughs> um, anyways, I am Allie. I understood the rainbow connection joke, Siegel, but I liked it, but I just didn't have the energy to respond full force, but I really enjoyed it. And I enjoy all of you, Siegel. I am Melissa. I don't know what the hell the rainbow connection is, Stetton. <laughs> and I'm Maria. I got it and I laughed. Blasucci. Wow. <laughs> okay, adios. Adios. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.